Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And it's time to draw a card from the deck of friendship. This is a podcast where each and every week we watch episodes of an anime that is based on a real-life game. And this week we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, Episodes 41 and 42, otherwise known as The Wrath of Rebecca and The Ties of Friendship. But otherwise better known as The Girl from America and The Deadly Shadow Ghoul. We're talking about Rebecca. She's the Deadly Shadow Shadow Ghoul. Ghoul. Rebecca, yes. Or is it Um, Teddy? Is Teddy the Shadow Ghoul? So we got closure. Shadow Ghoul is the girl from America, and I'm glad we're all clear on this. They Mm -hmm. are synonymous. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we we got our closure. We did it. Yes. This is what we this This is is what we wanted by by watching an extra episode last week. Um, Yeah. (laughs) We we finally got it. You know, Yugi got his his prize, and Joey got his dollars, and got his brother. And people got their souls back, which is cool. And yeah. Bakura is still kind of still kind of scary. Yeah, we, still kind of scary. We don't really see Bakura after he's like he he's he's got. I won the actual prize. Yeah, the Millennium Eye is mine. He's got the eye. He's got the ring. He's the only character who has two Millennium items now. Yeah, do you think he watched it? Do you think he, do you think he washed the eye? Oh, um... He took it out of his... He took it out of Pegasus's face. You think he watched it? I mean... And... Yeah. And so, we... At some point, we did have a little bit of a talk about whether it was, like, an... Like, an eye replacement or, like, an eye patch. Um, but we see it, and it's like an orb, so... It is an orb, It's an eye replacement. So... Sort of not great to think about. Yeah, so I guess I w- I'm just gonna say I hope so. I hope he washed it. I, I hope, hope he washed it. it, and I hope Pegasus. Honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this. I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all we got all right. was croquet. Instead of Pegasus, we got croquet saying he's sick. Yeah, he's he's sick. Don't worry about it. He couldn't be here to give you your prizes because he's sick. Croquet just very unceremoniously uh, gives uh, Yugi. Uh, the prize money, which immediately goes to Joey. Uh, so I, I guess, yeah, the handing over the, the card a couple of episodes was just symbolic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was nice. It was it, good to see. Yes, it was Did nice. the heart good. Yeah. And, uh, and then Croquet finally hands, uh, Yugi the Ties of Friendship card. Very important card made by Pegasus himself. Yes. That we never learn the effects of in these episodes. It's only one of a kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no spoilers, obviously, uh, for, for future seasons. But I just went wanted to go ahead and uh, look up the card. And on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Wiki, when you look up a card, it tells you what, what episodes it's in. We're not going to see it again for a hundred episodes. But it does come back. Okay, that's interesting. It does come it back. It is interesting. Yeah. But not okay. for a hundred right. episodes. I'm glad, I'm glad. That's, Here, that's good. That's probably like endgame stuff, yeah, isn't it? Maybe. Here's the other thing. Uh, it's anime only, and yes. it doesn't have an effect, it seems like. It's just a reminder of your friends, yeah. so you it's can gonna summon do- the heart of the cards. It's going to do whatever the plot needs it to do a hundred episodes from now. Yeah, exactly. And you know what that thing is? The thing that it does is it brings Rebecca back into the plot. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, 
in a, in they're a, gonna be like remember remember rebecca remember and you're rebecca? like no and they're like come on remember rebecca ties of friendship and you're like mm, not really do you remember and then they're teddy like, come on. do you remember come on, teddy remember you remember teddy you remember mike pollock and you're like, oh, the episode with Mike Pollock. Gotcha. Yeah, Eggman is in this episode. Another tie to yeah. Sonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Another another layer. Another layer. <laughs> another layer. <laughs> uh, and we thought we were done with that. Um, yeah, so this, these two episodes, we thought it was a one-parter. Turns out it's a two-parter. And then the next two episodes of Deck of Friendship are four-part episodes, which is going to be fun. But... Uh, these last three episodes are basically just the little mini filler arcs between season one and season two. And uh, we actually had people asking if we were going to cover this, uh, these episodes. And yes, uh, we are because we're here and you're listening to it. Hello. It's still part of the show. Yeah. It's still part of the show. We're still we're still in it. Yeah. And f- for better or worse, because honestly, episode uh, 40, what was it? The one the one where they just talk about ancient Egypt for a really long time and they travel through Yugi's brain labyrinth. Honestly, didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't need it. Well, Could have lived without it. We're, we're, we'll get into that stuff more in a second. But, but first- you know, uh, we're we're officially off of Duelist Kingdom. Yeah. We are off of the island. I hope that everybody got a good meal when they yeah, landed. Yeah, that, that had to have been the first thing. Yeah, I, hope. I imagine Joey was just like, "Guys, we gotta go to we gotta go to Burger World." Why was that? We gotta that's, go to Bo- That was not. The, uh-huh. That's not a Joey. We gotta voice. go to Burger World. We gotta go to World. Whoa. <laughs> this is why is this difficult? Why is it because is it we're hard? not on Duelist Kingdom anymore? Yeah, yeah. Duelist Kingdom gave us the Joey powers, but they've been sapped away from us. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's no. gone. It's gone. I so so before they left the island. However, after they you know collected all of their rewards and whatnot, uh, we get this really nice. We get this really okay scene of Kaiba. <laughs> leaving Duel's Kingdom, reuniting with Mocha, but that part was sweet. The part that was maybe not as sweet was when he looked at Yugi and said, next time we'll have a duel because our duel was undecided and unfinished, so we don't really know who was better. And that's a funny way of putting it after you you basically stood on a ledge and were like, if you even think about winning this duel, I will jump off a building. Yeah. Like, like I, I think I think it's fair to say that Yugi won. It's okay to ask for a rematch, Kaiba. A little humility would would go a long way here. Yeah, that's even... the next step in his arc. I don't think you have the right to say the match was undecided when you were about to lose, and then you were like, "Well, if I lose, I'm jumping off a castle." Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kaiba, that's next. Kaiba's next major arc is humility. Yeah, at the very least, it was a nice touching scene where he, you know, finally showed a, a shred of respect for uh, Yugi and his friends, and also got reunited with Mokuba, and he thanked Yugi for 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 saving Mokuba because Mokuba is literally his entire world. Now, he, so he did Yugi. he did thank Yugi for for saving Mokuba, but he didn't necessarily seem to fully understand why. I don't think he cares. <laughs> that that I think that that very well may be true. Yeah, I think that, I think yeah. he's just glad Mokuba's back, no matter the circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for getting just... Mokuba back. He has the key to Kaiba Corp. <laughs> they wouldn't believe that I work there. <laughs> he is the key to Kaiba Corp. <laughs> he is the key. I just knocked my jar of peanuts over. Oh. Oh no. It's fine. It's okay. fine. It was closed. <laughs> All right. It just probably didn't sound very good. 
Um, what I want to know is that since they all decided to get a ride with Ka- the Kaiba brothers, how did they all fit on that helicopter? Because there were like six of them. I mean, look, I, I'm sure that that Kaiba issued the luxury helicopter. That or they just made a few trips. Who was sitting on whose lap? I need to know. Um, Bakura and Tristan kept switching who was sitting on who. Okay. <laughs> just to make sure each other's legs didn't, you know, yeah. get numb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Taya had her own seat. Yeah, Taya has her own seat. Um, uh, Mokuba and Kaiba shared. I guess Mai went home on the boat. Mai Mai swam. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, m- yeah, Mo. Mo? Mo? Hmm. 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 Mai used her powerful kicks and just swam all no, the way home. She just. <laughs> and she, she actually she actually got there first. Yeah. She she, she tornado kicked across the ocean. <laughs> She never actually touched the water. She was just kicking in midair. That's or an amazing she... thing to visualize. I love it. Or did she tap into the ancient shadow powers and summon Harpy Lady in real life and they just flew across on a beautiful sunset? Yeah. You know, like Bakura do. Yeah. Like Bakura did, yes. This is a choose-your-own-adventure book. <laughs> How did Mai get back? It's your choice. Mai will remember uh, okay. that. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, Bakura gets Pegasus's eye. That happens. That's gross. Um, They're back on the mainland. And then they're back on the mainland, and Grandpa is out of the hospital. Grandpa's out. And then immediately Rebecca shows up and says, I've been waiting outside of Game Shop for days. Yeah. Also, I'm the future producer of Steven Universe. That's the joke. Rebecca Sugar. <laughs> it's me, okay. Rebecca Sugar. And I'm, <laughs> it's Rebecca I'm Sugar. the embodiment of America. I have exactly. a, a major arc ahead of me, but. This is the beginning of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Rebecca, who is a young child prodigy duelist, shows up. Yes. And says, your grandpa stole my grandpa's blue eyes white dragon. Give it back right now or so help me. Yeah. And Rebecca is, uh, I guess, the American champion. Yeah. 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 I think that's what we're supposed yes. to take away from yes. her yes. whole thing. Now, Rebecca is a little bit... Um, We'll just say abrasive. She's uh-huh. she's a she's little got, bit got a type A personality. Yeah, you know? a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Just comes in and demands uh, cards from a man who just got out of the hospital. She doesn't even know that. They don't even address that. They yeah. they they do eventually. Well, but not eventually, immediately. but in, not not in front of her. And so she's asking for this card, and instead of everyone just being like, "Um, Kaiba destroyed it." They're just like, oh, yeah, mm, uh, oh. Yeah, like, they almost, they almost say it, but it's more like they, they say, you don't understand, and, and you really don't understand. They say that a lot, actually. Mm-hmm, instead of saying, you don't get it, Kaiba destroyed the card. Yeah, have you heard about the bad man Kaiba? Apparently, you know, Kaiba their duel was Kaiba incredibly Kaiba? publicized, so I feel like maybe that information is out there somewhere, yeah. but hey, I guess Google wasn't there, wasn't around yet. Hey, remember that big duel where I beat Kaiba? Yeah. He- You'll never believe what happened just moments before. Yeah, a little context. <laughs> do you do you know big capitalist Kaiba who wants all of the blue eyes white dragons? Do you know him? Yeah, he so sort he- of tried, he tried to kill my grandpa is the thing. And yeah. he also destroyed the blue eyes, but more importantly, he tried to kill my grandpa. Yeah. What do you mean your grandpa's more important than the blue eyes white dragon? All right. That's it. That's it's in, char- time for that's a- in character. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Ba- that's basically in character. 
And um, then Rebecca challenges an old man to a duel. And the last time that happened, he ended up in the hospital. Yeah. So he was like, no so thanks. You, she's like, oh, or he's like, okay. Grandpa's like, okay, we'll duel. And Yugi's like, no, don't do that. Your health is not great right now. And then and so they go. They go duel. To Kaiba land. Right. Oh, they do, don't they? Because they need to use their uh, machines. Instead of just sitting down and having a yeah, duel. Yeah, just sitting at a cafe, having a little duel. I don't think that's allowed anymore. No. Yeah, no, no. No chill. Mm-mm. And Mokuba's there. Because, you know, who's going to run Kaiba land? Of course it's Mokuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mokuba sneaks them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're-, they're he's, he's, a, he's a good little comic. They're apparently booked for months- <laughs> Uh, for duels. People are booking duels months ahead of, uh, of time. I okay, mean, but here's the thing, why wouldn't do you, think, you? Yeah, why do you think Kaiba's rich? Like, this is a good thing for, for, for money. I mean, for sure. Go duel with real monsters. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, it's yes. cool. But it's and just also, like, yeah, it's just, it's just cool. It's like, it's, it's like, it's, you know, yeah. I want to, I want to bring my, my, uh, Pokemon cards and put them on a thing that makes Pokemon real. Um, I, I found a, do it. So here's the th- here's the thing that they don't seem to show uh, is that Kaibaland isn't just a building where duels happen. Kaibaland is a whole indoor amusement park. Ooh. Mm. Uh, and in fact, there is. I, I don't know what generation of of Yu Gi Oh this is from, but there is a map Disneyland style of Kaibaland. Oh That's my god. Cute. That's I amazing. That. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually love this. Can we go there? I would, Can we go there? I would love Let's to Field trip, field trip, field trip, field trip. I want to go to Kaibaland. Legit. Oh, no. It's the day we were supposed to go to Kaibaland, and I forgot my permission slip. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Did Kaiba tear it quick, up? Professor quick, Hawkins Mars. will never let you on the bus. Mars, Mars, can you sign this and just make it look like my mom's? I don't know. I don't like lying, but... Ray! Yeah, here, give it to me. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. Marble's mom. Smiley face. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm sure they'll believe this. I mean, if they need more proof, like, just let me know. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Professor Hawkins... Marble forgot Mars, her I swear slip. To God, I swear, no, shh, shh, Mars, Mars, don't Mars, do, Mars, 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 Mars. Mars. <laughs> wow, I thought Mars, you're, no, I didn't. You're out. No, I no. didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Can you let her on the bus anyway? That's not how you do that, Mars. Kindness won't win every day. <laughs> Why can't we just ask? Because they're adults, and adults don't listen to children. You see, they have been steeped in a capitalist society and inundated with its many dark machinations since their childhood. But instead of becoming self-aware, they have become entrenched in the idea that the middle class is still an achievable goal for most people. And they're clinging on to that for dear life. They'll never understand the plight of the person who forgot their permission slip to go to Kaibaland. Professor Thank you, Hawkins. Marble's <laughs> trying to revolutionize me. Mars! <laughs> okay, Just that one let is it true. In. That one is true, Professor Hawkins. I am doing that. <laughs> Uh, and if you'll lend an ear for just a moment, I may be able to get you on board as well. I'm listening. <laughs> and then Marble revolutionized an entire bus of children. <laughs> Let me tell you about a man named Karl Marx. 
So speaking of Professor Hawkins, uh, they they start the duel, and Grandpa's like, "I know this strat. I know this this deck that's that Rebecca's us- using." Yeah, apparently this this duel between Rebecca and Yuki happened point for point exactly the same. Uh, uh, however many years ago, when uh, when Grandpa and Professor Hawkins were hanging out in a cave. Yeah, I yeah, guess they just is... don't release new cards. Well, it's wild because, like, don't you shuffle decks? Hey, Heart of yeah. the Cards, did you plan this? Heart of the Cards, what are you doing? Now I feel like the Heart of Cards did cheat in Yugi's favor just a little bit. If they were like, they were like, oh, I already know how this duel's going. <laughs> we, gotta, also... we gotta show Rebecca the Heart of the Cards. How about we just help Yugi cheat? The Heart of Cards is just kind of doing a, a sense memory sort of thing. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, do we want to get into the duel? Yeah, let's get uh, into yeah, this duel. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. Also, Rebecca is Professor Hawkins' granddaughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. You don't say. That's crazy. Whoa, All right, it's so, so welcome wild. welcome to October, and you know what that means. It it's means spooky it's spooky. Time. It's time for so the, sp- the spookiest episode of Deck of Friendship. Yeah, we of forgot course. that it was spooky until halfway through the episode, but it is. Well, yeah. yeah. So Rebecca summons the Witch of the Black Forest. Skeletons. Which is spooky. Sorry, I just had to throw a spooky thing in there. Oh, That's um, why I did um, the witch. Um, That's wait, the I want to do one. 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 Black cats are spooky, right? Ooh. They're so cute, though. Yeah. I like, I like nuzzling their little faces. G- going under ladders. That's spooky. I, that is spooky. Because, like, who knows how sturdy that thing is? <laughs> yeah. It's going to mm-hmm. fall and whack you on the Especially if there's, like, a bucket on top. Yeah, what if there's a paint mm. can? What if oh, somebody's that's, painting? That's just dangerous. That's, yeah. People think you're just going to get painted on, but also you're going to get knocked out. Yeah. Well, kind, honestly, that's that's that seems more dangerous than spooky, but, you know, I didn't invent the Halloween rules, so I guess I don't know. I guess yeah. I'm the clown. Step, stepping on a crack bit. on the sidewalk. Spooky. That is pretty spooky. That is so breaking a mirror. Now that I think about it, okay, y'all are just spooky. naming un- unlucky things according kinda, to well, culture. It's kind of spooky. I'm just saying it's spooky. cracking a mirror can be spooky because then you because then you look at it and then your face is kind of broken up too. And it's oh, like spooky. That's messed up. That's kind of spooky. Y'all, I'm gonna give you something really terrifying to think about. Okay, okay. Just sit down. All right. Okay. Okay. We live in a capitalist society. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can have nightmares. Thank for... God it was just a scary story. Yeah. And it's definitely not real. Knock, knock. It's me, a capitalist. Let me no. in. Oh. Pegasus, what are you doing here? <laughs> hey, how come we, we haven't heard from Pegasus this episode. I really he's do sick. hope he's okay. Yeah, yeah he's sick. Yeah, he's very, he's very sick. Oh no, that's that's bad. This is, this um, is so sick. We should make him a get well card. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's idea. write a get, a get well card for Pegasus. I mean, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, but you know, I he mean, did that transphobic thing last episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just get let's just get a an already written one at at the store. Like we don't have to write anything. We can just sign our names. Let's get him one of those arranged ed- edible arranged. Let's just fill yeah, his yeah. hospital room with edible arrangements until no one can move and get to him to help him exactly. if he needs help. This sounds except, like a except an evil here's the plan. thing is that like you know edible arrangements that's good right like those are f- fun 
nice things. But also, like, the best part of the edible arrangements is the pineapple. So why not just make them all pineapple slices? So his room is just filled with pineapple slices. What if? Well, um, what that's if? a good idea, but I can't afford people slicing them. Let's just buy a bunch of pineapples and fill his room. What with if? Them. I think that's a great idea. Let's fill his room with pineapples. Either either pineapples or, 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 or ham. What about both? Yeah, just fill his room with pineapples and ham. Yeah. Because the smell... Honestly, that doesn't sound bad. The now smell... That I'm will, <laughs> eventually, the smell <laughs> will get very unfortunate. Oh, God, you're right. Oh, eventually, no. Eventually, but not right away. <laughs> yeah, right away, it'll be great. Well, yeah, because it's a false sense of security thing of like, oh, like, oh, my, my, my room is filled with pineapples and ham. How wonderful. And then, like, a week later, you're like, well, I can't eat any of it, and it's still here. <laughs> so... <laughs> And it's literally just filling the room. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, back to this duel. <laughs> abrupt end to bit. <sighs> so, Rebecca summons the Witch of the Black Forest. and uh, You know this already. You've been here for that part of the episode. You understand this, viewer. You, I don't mean to patronize you. I honestly, I respect your time. And that's why I'm going to talk about the second turn instead. <laughs> <laughs> Yugi summons Celtic Guardian. As Yugi is off to want to do, mm-hmm. and attacks the Witch of the Black Forest, and um, yeah, basically, uh, just you know, cut the most cut and dry. Uh, somebody plays a card, and somebody attacks it, and it gets destroyed that we've ever seen. Yeah, oh, um, but there's a twist until. The Witch of the Black Forest hits the graveyard, and its effect activates, which lets Rebecca search her deck for a new monster, a new friend, as long as it has 1,500 or less defense. Yeah. Although, she doesn't seem to consider any of her cards friends. Not at all. She's very rude and disrespectful, calls them crummy. I'm very upset with Rebecca for not giving respect to monsters. Yeah, she's very mean to her monsters. It's unfair. Uh, Completely unfair. And then she summons Sangan, which is a card that I own. Yeah. I do too, I think, somewhere. I have one, and it's it's like it looks just like a regular card, but the name, the letters in the name are shiny for some reason. It's like a Karibo, but scarier. It is yeah, it is. It's like a Karibo, but it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. For how is sort of a delightful little friend. Um Sangan's kind of like if Karibo was not It's like was not a, delightful a delightful little, little friend. friend. If if Karibo is a mogwai from the movie Gremlins, and Sangan is when is the the gremlin from the movie Gremlins. I desperately wish I understood that reference. Yeah, me too. <laughs> You're sorry, talking to two yeah. people who have seen no movies, one of which has a podcast about having having seen no movies. I've o- uh. I've only seen movies from the '80s, and that's not always a great thing. That's like sixty percent of movies. I thought you were about to say I've only seen Gremlins. <laughs> I've, I've basically only seen Gremlins. Uh. <laughs> I've only so. seen Gremlins, Beetlejuice, and Power Rangers. I've only seen the Lego Movie. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse and Hot Fuzz. I'm not going to name all the movies I've seen. Because <laughs> it's more than you think now. So, Yugi... Go listen to mock footage. To find out which movies Ray has seen. Yeah. Because Yugi... the entire list is on there. Yeah, it's basically. True. Yugi destroys Sangen, and then the same effect happens where it goes to the graveyard, and then Rebecca gets to add another monster with... But this time with 1,500 attack or lower. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then... Oh, no. 
it's it seems like my first oh, no. thought for this was okay. So Rebecca Stratus says to d- discard as many cards as possible for some reason. Yeah, um, that seems and to you be were her right. winning strategy. And, and, and you turns were out right. I was right because then she activates the card tribute to the doom to discard a card from her hand and destroy Celtic Guardian. Yeah, so that's gone. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty upsetting to watch too. I feel like part of it has to do with the fact that Celtic Guardian does not sound like a human person. Uh. It just looks like a human person, but when it dies, it has, like, this gut-wrenching, like, bestial howl. Yeah, yeah. it's really upsetting to hear some of the monsters make noises, because it's never what you expect. Yeah, and especially because Celtic Guardian just looks like a dude. Celtic Guardian <laughs> looks like he's in cosplay for another character. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I never thought of it that way, it but It was the best true. Link cosplay they could do without saying Link. Yeah. It was a closet, yeah, closet Link cosplay. <laughs> Um, um, and then Rebecca and he, puts down another monster. Woo. Fun. Woohoo. Good for you, Rebecca. You're not special. Yugi Normus. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so confrontational with a child. It's because she's rude. <laughs> she's rude. She's, she's mean to her monsters. She's mean to uh, everybody. Yugi summons a summoned skull. Yeah. Um, this entire time, she is like very, very aggressively yelling at Grandpa. Grandpa's a liar. Yugi, take your turn. I'm bored. Like, what do you think, down. Teddy? Oh, you think I should destroy Yugi and bury him in the ground? That's a great idea. Doesn't it? Yeah, I doesn't think it, that maybe, maybe Teddy is the bad influence here. I think that Rebecca's <laughs> just a child. Didn't at one point Teddy say, I will consume you? Yeah. I'm sure, that at sounds some like something Teddy would say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, the first episode we watched was a little bit of a blur to me. Um, just so you all know, we watched these episodes on different days because we watched the first episode and I was very sick. And I just didn't remember yes. most of it, but I did remember that Rebecca uh, did take dark orders from uh, the bear, who is, as far as I can tell, controlling her thoughts and actions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, Teddy is a parasitic organism that has- Oh, no. Which is, you know, why she never drops him, is because he's literally attached to her hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. I hate this. Well, look, <laughs> she's into creepy stuff. She's a yeah, gross kid. Yeah, but it's kid. not her fault Teddy's parasitting on her. I that's think, not what that's called. Well, it might be a parasitic relationship. It might be more of a symbiotic one. Science isn't really sure. Science isn't sure. And it, even if it was, I'm not sure I would want to know the answer. <laughs> so, uh, Yuki tries to attack Rebecca's set monster, which is upside down, so he doesn't know what it is. And it turns out to be a Millennium Shield. Uh, and so Yugi's attack fails. He loses some life points, as one does. And then uh, Rebecca's turn happens. And then Rebecca's turn happens. She she makes a a ring of magnetism happen, which increases the Millennium Shield's defense because it wasn't defensive enough already. Yeah. Oh no, it decreases it. It decreases it. Oh. Oh wow, Wait, I forgot. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. It was decreased. Oh, yeah. Now it's 2,500. Because it gives it another effect instead, which is very yeah. interesting. Yeah. It makes it so that if Yugi's monsters try to attack something, they have to attack the Millennium Shield. 2,500 defense is nothing to scoff at, though. Yeah. So yeah. That was a I good mean, idea. Summon Skull couldn't take it down. And mm-hmm. then she summons Cannon Soldier, who is a big, beefy boy. And a big, beefy boy. And the Cannon Soldier can just run three, free, play free. Live strong and uh, shoot many lasers at uh, at Yugi's monsters. 
because the Ring of Magnetism just means that Yuki can't do anything about it just by attacking. Yeah. And Yuki tries to attack. And then it doesn't. Uh, but it doesn't. Th- and then it doesn't, as it turns out. And then it and doesn't. Then, he tries to- And then it to... d- gets pulled in by the Ring of Magnetism. He tries uh... to do it, and then he can't. Yeah. Some... He was a thinking type Yu-Gi-Oh hero. And then the Ring of Magnetism happened, and now he can't do it anymore. And then Rebecca draws Shadow Ghoul, and then summons another- Get this. Get this, everybody. She summons another Witch of the Black Forest in attack position. Yeah. Has, it, and, you know, she do, doesn't treat this one any better than the last one. Nope. Yeah, no, not great. Not great. Not great. Not ideal. Yeah, and guess guess what? Cannon Soldier has an effect because every single one of her cards has some weird effect. Yeah. Where she can sacrifice a monster, in this case, Witch of the Black Forest, to do 500 direct damage to Yugi's life points. And then the Witch of the Black Forest effect happens because of that. Mm -hmm. And then gets another monster with 1500 or lower defense. And it seems like Yugi's on the ropes. Not really. Yeah, Yeah, she has way less life points than him. But, like, he's, I mean, he's, he's like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, oh, no. It's the end of oh, part no. one, so of course it's going to be a little spooky. Mm-hmm. That's another spooky yeah, well, thing. It was it was interesting because in the episode. first episode, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting because in the first episode it seemed like uh you know Yugi spent a lot of time underestimating her, and then by the end of the second episode it kind of just turned out that he was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she was putting on an act of being a little child when she's actually a very smart duelist. Yes, she just doesn't have a heart. Yeah, right, right. She just has. Just no heart, and she hates monsters, which is sad. Mm-hmm. And has no um, respect for human beings. Exactly. That is also true. It's very true. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I wonder what Yugi's going to teach her by the end of the second episode. Who knows? We just finished the first episode. Now, here's the interesting thing there about is, it, though. There is something cut from the dub. There's something cut from the dub. <laughs> Where Yami Bakura says, Millennium I got... And then licks it. No. He licks the eye. No. Without cleaning it. Without cleaning it. No. Bakura. That's how you get ants. Hey, guess what? That's how. Bakura's the real villain now. I don't care. That's That's disgusting. I'm a nasty boy. I'm a a nasty boy. Stop. This is gross. No. At least use a clean wipe on it first. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I'm actually gagging a bit. This'll be perfect for my music video. (laughs) Oh, I don't like it. At least wash it it first, Bakura. No. It's been inside of a man's face. I know. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, another, another, another difference in adaptation, which, like, there's a few, but this, that one seemed important and this one also doesn't seem important, but it's, it's here anyways. All the sweat drops on Yugi's head are removed in the English dub. Huh. I mean, this is a pretty low-stakes duel, so... Yeah. Yugi's not allowed to be a sweaty boy. Yeah. Also, fun fact, Yami Yugi does not participate in this duel. It's just Yugi. Yeah, I like that. I like that that... That's that, nice. That, yeah. that, that, that was kind of interesting. It's just like, you know, it, it, short, it sort of goes to show that, like, you know, he's not, like, using the power when he doesn't need to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... I'm sure Yami Yugi trusts Yugi to take care of this. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. I wish they had a talk about it. He's like, I'm going to steak and shake. You can handle this. Okay. I've got to take a nap, Yugi. (laughs) I've been a busy little boy. I need to take a nap. 
Have fun. Have, Have fun. fun. Uh, I'm going to watch Murder, She Wrote. Uh, okay. How so does then the this, next episode yeah, How does this duel continue? I'm trying to, to think. So Yugi has life points. Yugi has life points. And he says, <laughs> catapult. Turtle? And everyone says, yes. And everyone says, yes. There's and then everyone that, claps. There's no greater joy in my heart than when Catapult Turtle comes out, because you always know it's going to result in some really weird stuff. Catapult Turtle is like, hey, what up? And then Yugi's like, hey, what up? Brain Control, uh, which is a, a, a card that we've been seeing a lot recently from Yugi, mm-hmm. um, to take control of the Millennium Shield and fling it right at Rebecca's life point. Uh and uh, completely destroying the Millennium Shield and getting rid of the Magnetic Ring. Heck yeah, now now we can hurt her. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, mean yeah. 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 Hurt her yeah. life points, sorry. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I it mean, just, yeah, it, just, it just, it just from, with with a lack of context, it sounds bad. Like, it's, I say a lot of things out of context. It wasn't an it's incorrect fine. thing to say, necessarily. Yes, and then the summon skull destroys cannon soldier. It's true. Let's see. Oh, oh, and then my my idea of Rebecca's strat of discarding every card because she doesn't care about them. She uses judgment blaster and discards five cards from her hand to destroy all the monsters on Yugi's side of the field and destroys summon skull. Right? Yeah. And then also summons shadow. And then also summons shadow ghoul. Which. Shadow Ghoul has an effect, surprise, where it gains 100 attack for every monster in the graveyard, and Rebecca has 11 and 11 cards in the graveyard, and we have a cute scene of Joey going, 100, 200, 300, and Taya's like, 1100. Do math Joey faster. never learned math. It's true. I never Joey learned math. Never I learned don't know. Math. You never learned math. I got it back. Yeah. Joey time. It's Joey time. Hey. It's good that I got it back, because now that, now that Pegasus is... <laughs> It's sick. Pegasus is out of commission. We are, I, I'm running low on funny voices we can to al- do. We can always rely on good old Joey. Joey Wheeler. There'll be yeah. more characters, right? You Joey can Wheeler. Of course. Uh, Serenity. I'm sure we'll see Serenity. No, that's the thing. Is we we have yet to get an update on on Serenity. Um, we know Joey got the money. We know Joey so. got the money, but we're we're waiting to to catch up with with Serenity. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Sorry, Serenity, I got the three million dollars, but I accidentally spent it on phone games. <laughs> well, look Joey, at, look, look at all of these look at all of these cute anime pictures that I got in this rhythm game. I was trying it was to worth un- it. I was trying to un- <laughs> I was trying to unlock Toadette in Mario Kart Tour. <laughs> Is that oh. a thing? Is that a thing? Do you have to unlock characters with real money? Uh, not you don't have to uh, with real I was money. Asking but basically, if Mario yes. Kart Tour was a thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, real. A, it's a phone it's game. Yeah, the, it's a phone game that just came oh. out a few weeks ago. Yeah. Wow, you learn Paul, something new every day. Paul Neen's in it, and, and so is King I thought King it was Roll. a joke. And yeah, no, it is very much a uh, a gotcha game, a gotcha Mario Kart. Disgusting. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, uh, um, Yugi. P- picks up a monster from his deck, also called Drawing, and then puts it down in defense. In Yugi secrecy. gently picks up the card. He looks at it and then places it Smells down on it. the field. He sm- He licks it without washing <laughs> <No>. it. <laughs> he licks it and says, card got. Card got. <laughs> and he, he didn't wash it first. Didn't wash it. Rebecca then uses stop defense and stops 
Stops and defense. Stops the defense. And so Dark Magician is revealed in attack mm-hmm. position. Uh, Yugi's favorite card. Yugi's favorite card is then destroyed by this monstrous shadow ghoul. And then Yugi does then sorts he- of revealing light. Of course, we we do. Now, at some point during this duel, we we get little snippets of the relationship between yeah. Let's Grandpa let's let's check in with Gramps. We, I mean, we just did Swords of Revealing Light. We have three turns to tell the story. So <laughs> you're right. You're right. Let's do it now. Yeah. So so Yugi's grandpa has many a wisdom from his time in Egypt. Yeah. This is so this part of the so this part of the episode is just. It's bad. No, it's, it's just a. It's, it's bad. just bad. In it's Japan, just bad. you should know about cultural appropriation, right? So you know that thing where um, people, instead of accepting the reality that the ancient Egyptians were smart and had genuine technological advancements and were studying stuff and learning stuff, uh, that they instead got all of their knowledge from aliens or. Some sort of magic or... Or Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Or Yu-Gi-Oh cards, as it turns out. Um, Who knew that people of color could do things? Yeah, who knew that um, ancient people who weren't white also had grand civilizations? Well, not the writers of Yu-Gi-Oh. Certainly. That's for sure. Certainly not the writers of Yu-Gi-Oh. There there is an implication that hieroglyphs... Are drawings of Yu-Gi-Oh monsters. There is a little Actually, bit. Actually, not even, not even, not even a suggestion. It's text. They say that the hieroglyphs are Yu-Gi-Oh monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Professor that's, Hawkins. That's, that's a really cute, fun thing that they said. It's a really just fun and adorable, fun, goofy thing that they said for laughs. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. Welcome to Oof of Friendship. Welcome to Oof of Friendship. It's we're a, back to Oof of Friendship. I feel like we're having a few of these. Well, it's, yeah. it's been like, a, it's, I mean, it's been a little bit since I think the last like big Oof of Friendship was from the the Paradox Brothers. Yeah, that yeah. was Oof of Friendship for that sure. Was there was a little Oof of Friendship, Oof of friendship uh, last last episode because of the whole. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, it was. We didn't officially three, call three it three seconds. Yeah, we didn't was, officially call it an Oof of Friendship, but it was definitely an that oof, was an oof. That was definitely an Oof of Friendship. Oof of Friendship mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and this is this is another one, and it, it's a big one because it's basically erasing an entire culture of people. Oops. Ah, ah, Oops. Oopsie. Can't hold all of the, these limes. Can't hold all those limes. Can't, nope. I, can't, I just I just can't hold all of these limes. Um nope. So, yeah. And then Grandpa that's and how, Professor that's Hawkins. That's how Grandpa and Professor Hawkins meet, is they're both uh, explaining to the audience. I, mm, it's it's uh, bad, and, it's, and then they get trapped underground for cultural appropriation yeah. crimes. It's it's this it's a continuation of this weird Victorian fascination of Egypt. Yeah, and it's so weird. Like, yeah, it and the and like the writers use that to to insert Professor Hawkins and Grandpa into going onto this archaeological dig because people were super into egypt as a history but not treating Mm -hmm. it with respect it was just exotic and interesting yeah yeah i guess they'll let anyone go on these archaeological digs because like from to what the audience knows uh grandpa is just a card shop owner oops it's it's just this this same old stereotype of 
you know, oh, everything in, in ancient Egypt and oh, everything in, in the, in the ancient Aztec times. It was all just bumming around and doing sacrifices and mysticism. <sighs> Oof of friendship. Oof of friendship. So they get trapped underground together and they decide that since they're running out of water, they'll duel with gamer cards to see who gets to drink the last of the water. And apparently the duel that they did is the exact same one that's happening now to a T. Yeah. To to the point where grandpa is like, you you might be surprised onto where this is going. I already know because this duel happened already. Yeah. Yep. What? I'm not going to question that further. What? No one's going to on. question the, Hold this on. at all. What if, what if Grandpa is exuding his own psychic powers, to, since they're the same decks, to influence the duel to happen the same way, to teach Rebecca a lesson? Are you insisting that Professor Hawkins did this to Rebecca's deck? I think so. It seems like, like... Yeah, he's kind of, he's, I mean, like... It seems like Grandpa and Hawkins were totally in on this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because after the duel is over, Professor Hawkins just walks in. Yeah. Like, he just appears, like he was hiding in the shadows, and then he was like, oh, the duel's over? Yeah. Oh, Good we timing. Better, okay, yeah, let's finish this duel. It's very quick. We're almost done. It's very quick. Swords of a right. Reeling Right, everything stops, because that's what that card do. Yeah. Yugi uses Monster Reborn and summons Dark Magician from the graveyard. Rebecca summons another Cannon Soldier, and then, and then Dark Magician kills the Cannon Soldier. Adding another card to the graveyard for Shadow Ghoul. And then Rebecca passes her turn, and then Swords of Revealing Light ends. And then Yugi draws a card, and then surrenders. Yeah. Because the card would have... He would have... If he played it, he would have won. But he has to teach Rebecca a lesson about friendship and being a gamer. Yeah. Uh He even tries to have a lecture, but he doesn't have Yami Yugi to do the lecture voice this time. And Rebecca's like, shut up. Yeah, Rebecca's like, I don't want to hear this. It's interesting to finally have an effective foil for the for Yugi's um, lecture uh, strategy. Someone saying shut up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Somebody just being able to step in and be like, you'll never believe this, but I don't want to hear anything you're saying. I didn't mm-hmm. ask. Didn't ask. Not even once. And so instead of giving Rebecca a, a lecture and then showing her the error of her ways, he just skips through that and says... Okay, you win. How do you feel about that, loser? <laughs> and then Professor Hawkins comes out and berates his granddaughter. A, a dramatic introduction, apparently having listened to this entire thing, waiting for his moment, um, to just prove that Yugi would have won the duel and that Rebecca should, like, you know, chill out for a second. Just like, just for like a second. Treat humans and monsters with respect. Yeah, just, like, be a better person. Yeah. So, yeah, Rebecca is is lectured by, like, three people on how to be kinder and how Yugi's great at that. And then she's like, I'm sorry. And then Yugi gives her ties of friendship. Yeah. 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 Okay, oof of friendship, but, like, from, like, a different perspective. It's not, like, you know, it's not, like, culturally insensitive, but it is an oof moment. Like, yeah. Why, like, why would you do that, You didn't that, work Yugi. incredibly hard to get that card, and then you were just, like, also, also, a little insensitive, Yugi. Pegasus hand-painted that. <laughs> it's true. That was a gift, dude. You can't just give that away. And, like, Pegasus- yeah. And then gives it to some random girl he just met. Pegasus legit, like, it's called the Ties of Friendship. Pegasus painted that specifically for Yugi, because he knows that Yugi's all about that. Yeah. Yugi's like a big friendship stand. Yeah. 
Does this mean that Yugi is is creating a a forged friendship with Rebecca? Probably, but we don't like we, we don't spend enough time with oh my Rebecca. We watched like for a hundred episodes. Rebecca Hawkins is the fifth piece of Exodia. There we go. We did it. We finally figured it out. Oh my gosh. She's the brain because she's a genius. But that's just a theory. Uh, So, what did we think about these episodes? They're okay. They were fine. fine. It was good falling action for Duelist Kingdom. I'm glad that we got the closure, but at what cost? At what cost? Well, let's see, cultural insensitivity, a really rude girl, possibly a parasitic relationship, learning that Joey can't do math. Losing the losing the ties of friendship. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it yeah, is a big cost. Apparently Joey can't count to 11. Yeah. My poor boy. It's my okay, poor boy. That's how you know he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You can't do math. Yeah. Rebecca is like, Rebecca and by extension, Professor Hawkins are like a very, it, it's like their dueling style is like, it's a really weird, the like gimmicky strategy that like feels like nothing when you're playing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like it kind of, it seems, seems like it didn't work out that great. It seems like it didn't super work out that great. Yeah. And there's not like there's not like a bunch of chances to put like 900 cards in the graveyard. So there's not really I I, I just I just don't see I just don't see it working. I just yeah. don't see it working yeah. because you're also hemorrhaging life points while you do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. though, you know, she did she is the the American champion. Uh so I guess There's got to be something to it. There's got to be something to it. Yeah. Or maybe like, or maybe she they're she counters. or maybe like her her championship deck is a different deck and this is just the, her her grandfather's deck, which is a, like a symbolic thing for this duel, yeah. Because she this was is like, where she learned how to duel. She wanted you to use this to beat Grandpa. Yeah. So I guess nobody in America respected their cards enough to beat Rebecca. It seems like it because all of the yeah. American characters we know: Pegasus, uh, Bandit don't, Keith. Don't 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 invoke the name of Bandit Keith and Rebecca <laughs> are all really disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Towards I hope we meet everyone. a good American one day. Maybe one day. I mean, I guess Hawkins was all right. He sounded yeah. British. It's a shame. It's a shame that like it's a shame that like when they were trapped in the tomb, Grandpa had to eat him to survive. Yeah, twice, twice. Yeah. twice. Yeah. But then his his corpse regenerated, and it was fine. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. He has a granddaughter who doesn't give respect to anyone. For anybody who's wondering, that didn't happen in the episode. No, that no. happened. They during didn't our show viewing. it. That's a, that's more of a personal headcanon. Yeah, no, I I think. Well, you know, I think there there are weirder things that have happened in the show than somebody being right. able to whose superpower is to be able to be eaten a lot. I think these episodes were interesting for the falling action of Duelist Kingdom and also revealing some very bad lore that the writers have for Yu-Gi-Oh, which is cultural insensitivity for I for feel like e- we're Egypt. going to see much more of that. Yeah, and this was step one of like, oh, this is the history of duel monsters. Step Egypt. one was step one was episode forty. This is step like three and four. Yeah. yeah. I mean, We're and it's it. going to keep happening as we learn more about, you know, the history of Duel Monsters. Yeah. 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 So, get ready for that. Eh. Well, get ready for that. If you're ever worried about people stealing and reposting your art, just remember that even if uh, future generations find 
uh, your drawings, they're going to attribute it to aliens. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lighten yeah. up a little. <laughs> as an artist as an artist i hope people will will feel the the irony behind those words well we'll we'll i guess we'll find out more about all of all of this uh in i don't know how many seasons of deck of friendship but Mm -hmm. whenever we come back whenever we come back to it and we will but we don't know eventually we're we're putting the wrap on Yu-Gi-Oh after the next few episodes. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to be moving on to uh, fighting foodons in a couple of Get episodes. Get ready for the big goodbye. Yeah. Get ready for the tears. Yeah, the, the I, tears. Now I know basically what the last four episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh are uh, for the season one. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Is it's, it a good send off. I I don't think it's going to be a teary send off. No, I'm excited though. That's fair. Uh, I'm excited I'm, for these. I have next no few idea what to expect based on those words, but I'll just I'll just assume I I'm ready for it. Uh, I I don't remember all of it, so oh, I we'll do. See. We'll <laughs> see. Welcome to Card Corner, everybody. We're gonna talk about ties of friendship. Yeah, let's talk about ties of friendship, shall we? Oh, there it goes. Bye. Bye. Okay, so let's continue let's, that's deck of or that's card corner let's give a, let's give away ties of friendship we've skipped card corner like three episodes in a row it's fine it's not relevant right now that's fair we're not really seeing much new stuff yeah mm-hmm. mirror I, we shield could do was shadow cool. ghoul we could do shadow Mir- ghoul was it called mirror shield mirror shield uh, the is that millennium, what it was millennium shield millennium shield yeah. oh yeah i was I'm, I'm in that link's awakening mindset still the text on the millennium shield isn't that interesting yeah what does it say uh, a famous shield said to belong to an ancient Egyptian pharaoh. Legends tell of its power to block any strong attack. And guess what? The ancient Egyptians made that themselves. It was not bestowed upon them by ghosts or aliens. Yeah, no, they just did it. Yeah, they had forges. True. They just made they a shield. They made a, cool sh- they, they made a cool shield. No, they, mm-hmm. they had expert blacksmiths who who forged this shield by themselves. They gathered the materials. They did it. And then Pegasus went down to Egypt and took a picture of well, it on his, went down on, his to fli- Egypt. On, his, on his flip phone. And then he made a card out of it and said, look, aliens did it. The the design does look like something that might be, maybe be in a Zelda game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe that's what maybe that's what caught me off guard. Maybe. Quick shout out to gays that can do math. I know I did a lot of ragging on, on <laughs> gays who can't do math. And, and I don't want people to think that that invalidates gays who can do math. I'm very proud of them. Gays and STEM, you're killing it. I'm so, so happy for you and all of the hard work you do. So shout out to gays who can do math. That's important for me to advertise. I, I mean, as you know, you know, we proved that this episode that Joey is a gay who can't do math, but we also proved that Taya is a gay who can. It's exactly. True. Yeah. It's all good. People yeah. have different skill sets. Yeah. Uh, it looks like, it looks like to me. What does it look like? It looks like, and I'm going to have to wipe off all of the dirt in this archaeological site. <gasps> But it looks like our hand's been played. I don't know how I pulled that out of the dirt, but I did. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Deck of Friendship. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please uh, leave us a rating on iTunes or sh- just sharing it with a friend is also really, really cool. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck and you can find our email at deckoffriendshippod at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening to Deck of Friendship. Our turn is over. It's your move.
Shout out to gays that don't like October, though, also. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the summer gays, the spring gays, you know. Yeah. Shout out to gays who can juggle, and also to gays who can't. Shout out to- Shout out to gays. Shout out to gays. Shout out to gays. Shout out to gays.